0: and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, welcome. This is Gemma. Today I am coming to you from my studio. How exciting. So you might hear traffic. I can hear it. (laughs) You might hear my teapot. Oh, goodness. So I got Bella to her daddy's. How awesome. So she's in school now. And... I am getting myself re-centered or tuned in back to the flow of what my day is going to be. And that's such a powerful thing to do when you start. And when you shift too, like say you shift from your home to your office, it's good to just be present for a couple minutes and just take stock of like who and what you are and where you're going and what you're doing and to just really create intention around that time that you're going to be spending in that space and what you want that time to look like and feel like especially feel like whoo and it's not always about outcomes and we don't want to attach to outcomes and that was the big message last night was attachment to outcomes and it was just like holy cow you know like um we had some massive massive breakthroughs with people who were attending the meeting and it was so delightful and beautiful to see the little lights go on, and even one of the uh, participants even went so far as to like wiggle the finger and say "ding ding ding," like got it, got it, got it. Like this was a big deal. So, um, it it was amazing and fun, and it just flowed. Like there was so much flow and. We, we look at attachments because attachments to outcome is selling out your happiness. <clears throat> so you're wondering, how can that be? So mm. I got my nice cozy tea here. Oh my God, it's Moroccan style mint. It is so good. Oh my goodness. So mm. <sighs> so How can it be that it's a selling out of happiness having an attachment to outcome? And some people say, well, if they don't have an attachment to the outcome, why would I even make it happen then? Why would I even write my book? Why would I even clean my house? Why would I even um, care, you know, like what school my daughter went to or, you know, like I wouldn't care if I didn't have an attachment to it, but it is, it is, comes before that. It comes before. So the question I pose to people, and you can do this with yourself right now, and you can make a list of the things that you have attachment to the outcomes. And it's funny because some of them can be quite what they seem beautiful or simple. You know, like, or of course you have an attachment to finishing your book that you want to publish. Of course you have an attachment to finishing college. So let me tell you what happens with the attachments. If all we did was we come back to our bodies and we say, How does it feel to think I have to finish college? How does it feel to think I have to finish this book? How does it feel to think my daughter has to go to this school? And immediately, if you ask the question with your attachment, how does it feel to blah, blah, blah? I want you to just feel into that space. And you're going to find some answers that are really, truly the essence of what you are creating by having the attachment. So maybe it's a feeling of inferiority. Maybe it's a feeling of overwhelm. Those were some that came up last night. Maybe it's a feeling of lack. Maybe it's a feeling of less than. What is the feeling that comes up in the face of this attachment? And then I want you to realize that every time you have this feeling that I have to do this, or I have an investment in finishing college, or I have to get this college done, or I have to get this book done, or and, and it's going to show up every time you go to do the book. It's going to show up every time you go... To go to class or you think about whatever it is. So what happens is you immediately Realign your frequency with the frequency of that emotion overwhelm or inferiority or Sadness Whatever the emotion is so We have a responsibility to ourselves To get out of our own way and that means to stop the attachment. Now, if if you have an attachment, when that is activated, ego is driving you. Ego is driving you. Not you, but ego, a tool, a mere tool that we're not supposed to be giving the driver's seat to. And this tool, the ego, it shanghais, it like it takes things and it turns them upside down. So what you originally thought was a good thing. Is really a self-defeating thing because you will never finish the book if finishing the book is equivalent to overwhelm and you won't finish the book because the ego loves being in the driver's seat and you being happily finishing your book would mean the death of the ego because the ego would no longer be in a driver's seat so as long as there's overwhelm attached to the book the ego gets to ride in the front seat driving the car every time you go to work on your book go figure so we have to make a choice that, you know what? I, I'm not going to have an attachment to the outcome. I'm going to write my book because it brings me joy. And if it gets done, it gets done. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. You know, I'm going to um, take care of myself and be beautiful and shower and uh, cut my hair and put on nail polish because it feels good. And I love to treat myself. Not because I care what other people think, not because I feel like other people judge me based on how I look. I'm going to do it because it feels good. And if it doesn't feel good, I'm not going to do it. So these are really important like awarenesses to bring into your experience, because for every attachment you have, you have another emotion where you're giving away your driver's seat to your ego. If thinking about finishing your book brought you so much joy and and excitement, it wouldn't be an attachment. It would be a passion. So uh, we didn't run into that last night. There was not a single person who wrote down something that when we addressed it, brought them joy, you know, that brought them bliss. So, um, it's, oh, this is just so much magic. I I really want you to be able to see the magic that I see in all of this. It is so cool and simple and lovely to be able to navigate this world with these little tiny, you know, guidelines, these guidelines like let go of attachment, let go of expectation and outcome. If we can just do things for the sake of doing them, for the sheer pleasure and enjoyment we get out of doing them, we go a lot further, a lot faster. And this is the wave I want you to ride. Because when, um, when you're doing things from a place of sheer pleasure, you're aligning with God or source energy, you're aligning with uh, your synchronicities and inspired action and you're going to want to do them and when we're doing things that bring us pleasure we're definitely all in doing things that are aligned with us and aligned with our passions and synchronicities we're like yeah bring it i want more so this is what i offer you right now today take a look at the areas of your life that you're clogging up with low frequency and low energy and see if you can't shift and change that into a positive we can change um, an attachment to finishing a book to just the pleasure that we get out of writing it. Just the pleasure we get out of writing it. When it's done, it's done. Who knows? Well, that that's its own thing. If it gets done, it gets done. If not, it not. But we can just enjoy the pleasure. We can set time aside every day for the pleasure of writing our book. Gosh, that sounds wonderful. So um, we can just set time aside to enjoy caring for ourselves we can set time aside to enjoy our friends we can set time aside to enjoy good food and taking care of our bodies through eating good food these are just effortless things but when we have an attachment that i have to lose 10 pounds how do we enjoy what we eat then we're worried about every little calorie every little fat molecule every sweet It's time to let go. It's time to let go and I love, love, love ourselves just the way we are. I'm going to love myself just the way I am. You know, and I'm going to love others just the way they are because I can have just as many attachments to outcomes for other people. Go figure. I can have attachments to outcomes uh, that people behave a certain way, that they do a certain thing. They act a certain way. And those can be just as harmful to me. All attachment is self-harm. It's so unnecessary. We we just don't need those kind of parameters anymore. We're not in a survival state anymore. There was a time where probably this made sense, even though it was pretty miserable, but probably it made sense. And the people that lived in these states were never done, never complete, never really resting, relaxing, happy. I don't know, maybe they got in the zone just being present in nature, you know, because you had your farmers, they worked around the clock, around the year, and they were very serious about it, but while they were in the fields, they were grounded and they were connecting, so they had those moments of, of um, meditative kind of experience, and I'm sure they had their aha moments, but they were dedicated to the survival of their families and now we know there's no way we can't not survive we know we are surviving regardless of what we do we can't not survive i mean look at how many young people are proving it because they're not even making money they just live with their parents (laughs) like that evidently became an option at some point that people could just like fall back on their parents and their parents with all of their building blocks they put in place can not only survive themselves but can uphold their children too I don't think my daughter expects me to do that for her. But, you know, my daughter and I will always be there for one another, you know, in times of of necessariness. I don't want to say need, but necessariness. When our our paths are strong together, when we are meant to reconnect and share story and share journey, those will be the times we reconnect and it'll be perfect. Mmm. Isn't this fun? I am just blissed out by all of the stuff that's going on right now. And I, I think we've been gifted with this time of reflection, self-awareness that COVID has brought, you know, it slowed things down and it's given people more time to spend knowing themselves and finding out who they are and what they're about. And this is beautiful. This is so beautiful. Now I've taken many, many years of my life doing that because I, I just felt that it was so important. And so long, long time ago, like 20 years ago, I started this process of really wanting to know and understand. I just couldn't understand being alive without knowing why. Why am I alive? Why am I here? What am I supposed to be doing? It took me a long time to even understand that the nature of me was a gift. The nature I have of being able to raise frequency and hold frequency is a gift. It's a gift. It's a skill that I can market. I can, um, I don't know what you call it, monetize in a way. Um, It's a gift to give. It's a gift to to support me. (laughs) And it's a tool. It's a massive tool. So we all have these things but because maybe there wasn't someone around to recognize what it was and that's where this awareness is coming in this awareness time we can become aware of it we can begin to gravitate towards the people who do say oh my god you got this amazing gift how how did you not know you had this because as we grow up we assume other people are like us we don't know any differently unless they tell us like we, may, we might think, oh, they're just hiding this part of themselves or they just aren't sharing it. Or unless we talk about it, we don't know. And there are certain factions of our society, men especially, who talk even less. So, and then we have the factions of society who are caught up on, um, say, video games, connecting even less. Like we have to connect to other humans. You know, this is important. Connecting to another human uh, helps us to to know and understand ourselves and our journey even better. You know, and there's going to be people who join us on our journeys for a little time, for a medium amount of time, for a long time. And then there's going to be other people who don't join us on our journeys, or are just there for a blip. Just a moment to share something and then we are going our separate ways again. I think um, all of that is really interesting and fun. And I have no expectations in any of it. It's just like... People can join if they want to, and they can partake if they want to, and they can not, and that's fine too. I just love it. So anyway, thank you so much for being with me today. I really love having you around. Have a wonderful day. Bye now. Thank you for joining us on That Happiness Show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at jemmafacette.com or 401-699-6142.